Two Dope Brothers in a Pod is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor allows you to create, edit, add background music to your own podcast. You can find Anchor in your Google Play Store or your iTunes Store. Why not? Start you a podcast, publish it, edit it, get it out there. And without further ado, let's get into Two Dope Brothers in the Pod. gentlemen this is another broadcast of two dope brothers in the pot i am retro jayhawk aka fat thor <laughs> oh you don't oh you don't know you don't know why i call myself fat thor yeah, bro, I, don't even, I don't think i even want to know <laughs> first of all first of all i'm already mighty in the helmet i'm good on it <laughs> But no, nah, okay, okay. So let me break this one down, because you know I can, you know I can eloquently break stuff down. Okay, fat thor. All right. For those uh, that's been living under a rock, I'm talking about fat thor out of Endgame. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so prior to Endgame, Infinity War, when the Avengers lost, and Thor finally cut Thanos' head off like he suggested the first time. He kind of lost himself. So he got he got depressed and he didn't really he he saw no purpose. He saw no purpose in being the hero that he once was. And from that, he started drinking a lot. So he got a beer belly, so he was fat. They didn't want to, because of the timing time and age we live in now they didn't want to call him fat thor they called him bro thor yeah but he was fat thor but the reason why i call myself fat thor is because simply this when when they were doing the time heist and he went back and he realized that the missing piece to his puzzle was his mama because he feel like it's his fault and his mama died previously. Yep. So he felt as if he wasn't worthy. So he stuck his hand out like he always do. He kind of closed his eyes because he didn't know what the outcome would be. But yet and still, the hammer came to him. So I simply say it like this. I was like, that's a deep correlation because even even in the even in our lowest moment yeah when we don't think that certain things are for us or we don't think we're worthy of certain things stick your hand out and if that hammer returns to you like it previously did you never lost a step yeah i agree so that's why i call myself fat thor which is i mean it's kind of cr- uh, crazy because that's originally how Thor was supposed to look in mythology uh mm-hmm world he's right. not a muscular he's not a muscular guy he's uh like a, a big burly viking 
Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, a little thought, exactly. little thought, thought knowledge. Yeah, a little thought knowledge. Yeah, and you know it, it's crazy because he he was so he was so down about himself, but when he got that confidence back, he's like, let you know what? Let's kill let's kill him again. Let's <laughs> let's kill him right this time. Right. He not not only did he have. Uh, Mule near, but he also had Stormbreaker, so he had two at one time. He was, he was Cloud Nine, baby. He complete the mission, which is so eloquent because I finally got my hours for barbering school. I okay. no longer have to go to class. Um, all I got to do now is take. I have to take state board tests. I've already interviewed at two barbershops, so I'm I'm already a prospect. I'm a number one draft pick. Hey, elevation! Look at this. Look at God. Man, what? Man, it's <laughs> two and a half two and a half years. Yeah, man, it's been a long road. I'm happy for you, bro. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm just ready to start making. I'm start ready to start making this cheddar and this change. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but how was your week though? Oh, it's been pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Nothing too much. Um, this week, uh, right here, we actually get ready to uh, go on vacation. So this is our vacation week. So Friday, we we out to the in-laws in Florida. We're gonna be chilling down there for a couple days. I'm thinking about Florida. I'm thinking about Florida for my for our anniversary. Go yeah. to Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's very beautiful. Very. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm gonna I'm look into that and see if we can't make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I appreciate I appreciate that brain food. Yeah, uh, if uh, you do Orlando, it's a lot of uh, little things to do down there. Um, like we stayed like right in the heart of the city. Uh, when we went from, that's our Wolfgang concert. So we stayed right in the heart of the city. And um, uh, my kids, every time we go to Orlando, my kids love to do the, uh, the museums and the art museums and stuff like that. So yeah, y'all definitely go go do that that kind of stuff. Yeah, that 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 sounds like a a great idea. I only my only regret my only regret as a child is the fact that I never got to go to Nickelodeon Studios. Oh man, uh, where? That's a California. No, nah, you know Nickelodeon Studio. Is that Cal- it might you know what it might be California. I mean I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be no, Orlando, Florida. I, I think I think it You I know what? You're right. Right. It is in Orlando, Florida. It's in Florida? I can't yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Oh you know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking about one of the TV shows where they, you know, say the end of the show and then uh, the address is always Orlando, Florida. You're right. Yeah, I, I hate I never got a chance to go to Nickelodeon Studio. I oh, want man. to be on man, I want to be on double day. Come on, it's, man. I, I think all of us want to be on double D. Come on, man. I want to right, look. Let's get it. I can answer these questions. I'm trying to get messy. Right. What's up? Trying to get slime. Right. I'm trying to get these get this flag out this chocolate. Man, come on, man. Come on. Yes, sir. Man, yeah. Good times. Good yes, times. But I okay. All right. We finna get into this. We finna get into this first topic, and this first topic got to do with the state that you in. So I, I'm gonna rely on you for all this information. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, maybe about two weeks ago, this rapper named Amaretta the Great, 
which she is. She's 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 definitely uh, a a good lyricist. I, I like her music. I knew who she was before she got on Love and Hip Hop. I'll say that. She put out a song about what's not Atlanta and who's not Atlanta. Didn't agree, didn't disagree with it, but I was kind of like, okay, wait a minute now. You might be talking about, you might be talking about some of the greats in the industry. You going they not, it's, it's not Atlanta. <laughs> so my question to you is, give me the breakdown because she was talking about the zones and yep. she was talking about I think Decatur and uh, College Park and East Point what mm-hmm. is and what isn't considered Atlanta okay so if don't nobody know 285 just goes in a circle around Atlanta so we, we say everything inside of 285 is in that so what she came up with was her perspective of Atlanta is the hood that she lives in. And it's only a couple of zones, which is not true. Um, and I seen like T.I. T.I. made a response. And a lot of people made a response. So it was just something to get people talking. Um, and I think she did. I think she did her job by getting people riled up and, you know, people talking or whatever. And I have a, she said Gwinnett is not Atlanta. And I have to live in Gwinnett. Which is when it's probably thirty minutes outside of the city. Oh, okay. But uh, but Atlanta has so many guys. Georgia, I mean, Georgia alone has so many goddamn uh, counties and cities. So to tell people, oh well, I live thirty-five minutes outside of Atlanta. I'm like, no, nah, I'm where I live. I live in Atlanta. Just playing right. something. <laughs> right. Exactly. But when, when that is not Atlanta, but Decatur, uh, East Point. All that stuff, all that stuff that's inside of eighty-five is uh, twenty-five is in there. So, okay. she, I think she was, I think she was trying to ruffle some feathers with a lot of that. And then it's, it's funny because she does the video saying what's not Atlanta. The damn uh, Truist Park ain't Atlanta. That's Cobb County. So she wasn't even Atlanta talking about she, what's not Atlanta. She wasn't even. She was on video in Atlanta talking about Atlanta. And what people were saying, like, I mean, if you want to do a video telling people it's not Atlanta, you should have did the Mercedes Benz on, which is in Atlanta. Right. That's what I thought she was, but. No, nah, she was at Troy's Park. That's where the Braves play at. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's way, that's way Cobb County, so yeah. Okay. So here. Like she, 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 she might need a map herself. Right. Here's my take on it. Being from, not from, you know, Georgia or anything like that. What I took away from it is, of course, like you said, she was trying to get people talking rough with some feathers, but you also have to consider her age. Yeah. Like yeah. she's not she's not our age. She's younger than us. Yeah. She she damn near one of our kids at the at this at this state. But um I was like, well, she talking about what's not Atlanta and I was like, okay, so I'm confused because when Outcast first came out, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. you got um, you got Big Boy, which is from College Park, College Park, and you got Dre, he's from East Point. I'm good so far. Uh, I think I think Dre might be from Latonia. Latonia, okay. So so. Yeah. so 
I I'm always under the perception that when somebody is from the city mm-hmm. and they rep the city, that city is them. They are mm-hmm. their city, their representation of where they're from. When you go get the when you go get to nitpicking at certain parts of town, then you know you kind of you kind of trying to tell somebody that I'm better than you because you're not from the city actually you're you're out you're from the outskirts of the city right the best the best way i can put that is i watched nipsey hustle was talking to diddy and he was explaining to diddy the layers of his city he was like so when people when people ask me where i'm from i say i'm from the 60s and he was like the '60s. He was like, "Yeah, that's." He, when, when people ask me, when people that's from where I'm from ask me where I'm from, I'm yeah. from the '60s. Anybody else that asks me where I'm from, I'm say I'm gonna say I'm from um, where South Central Los Angeles, Crenshaw District. Right. So, I got that fully. When people ask me where I'm from outside of the city. I say I'm from Memphis. Yeah. I'm I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Now people within the city when they first meet you, what part of town you from? Because right. we break ours down because Memphis Memphis is the city, but the parts of town is what people 9 times out of 10 try to define you as the core core value of who you are. Right. So when they do that then you know south memphis riverside because that that's where my grand that's where my grandma is from that's where i spent a lot of time at my aunt's house during uh you know during the summer so i i get i fully get that now when you start saying people are not from this particular city then you really trying to you really trying to create something that you shouldn't um when you try to say sierra's not from atlanta we all know that's a lie sierra sierra's from atlanta regardless of what what you say what part of town atlanta is what is atlanta's what she what's behind her right Um, outcast um who else who is ti um Gucci, yeah, yeah, G's, and then you have you have transplants, yeah. Like uh, you'll say Sierra's not Atlanta, but you'll say Usher is. Usher's not from Atlanta. Usher's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's a transplant to Atlanta. Lil Bow Wow is from Columbus, Ohio. He's a transplant of Atlanta. So when you when you have people that do that, you try to it's kind of like you try to wipe away their history. Right. When, when you say outcast, they're not from Atlanta. That's a lie. Outcast put Atlanta on the map. And that's a disrespect to them and they fans. So exactly. You can't disrespect somebody's legacy trying to build your own because right. a weak foundation will not stand. And that's on that's on everything. A bit rich, you burn already. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So, 
definitely. But I, I just, if you, if you from, if you from there, you rep there, and you, you pay homage and show respect to those that are from there. Don't tell them they not there because you more, you feel like you more Atlanta than everybody else. It's dudes out here that feel like they more Memphis than people from Memphis. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's that's people that move from outside, move from outside, move here, and then I mean, R R P. Dolphins from Chicago, but his his dad lived in in Memphis. Exactly, and. I mean, he repped the town, repped the town hard, and I mean, we claim him, but I mean, that's, he, he's not, you know, he's not blood. He's not, he's not born on that soil. Yeah, he exactly. Wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't born at the mid, you know what I'm saying? And, and whatever other hospital they, they claim over there. Exactly, exactly. And I, I'm, I'm a med baby, so I'm, I'm from Memphis. And oh, when, yeah. people, <laughs> when people ask me where I'm from, I, 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 all I say is Memphis. And they be like, what well, part? I'm like, well, my people come from the garden. There it is. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know what that is. So only from the city. Only people in the city know what that is. When you start like naming like we're from the guard, we're from Claver Homes and all that, like Yeah. Yeah, you you really from Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I was born at I was born at Methodist Central. It's called yeah. Methodist University. So I'm I'm fully I'm fully engulfed in the city. I'm the heart of the city. <laughs> right. So, I mean, when you get people like, like you said, transplants to move in and then start claiming the city. And I mean, by all means, we love Dolph. We love Dolph to death. And um, the way he came in, he rep the city. He really put us on the map. So we'll never say, like, man, that nigga ain't Memphis. That nigga ain't Memphis. But, you know, he he was definitely born outside the city. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. That's true. But uh, back back to this, this I don't know. I mean, like you said, she came from Love Hip Hop. I ain't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She <laughs> I was, know that. How yeah. I how I got introduced to her. I think I saw her on was it Vine? It was either Vine when it was up, or it was uh maybe Facebook or something, something like that. Okay. But she was rapping then. At that point, she was rapping and making making clothes she makes her own clothes like she's a fashion designer a fashion a fashion student yeah so at that time you know she was kind of doing both but i was like you know she really can spit like she ain't on no i'm shaking my ass no no she's a rapper she's a lyricist rapper Okay. But she she's definitely she's definitely you know uh, doing something by call by stirring that pot pot. Now yeah. the downside to it is just because Amaretta did it don't mean you can do it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some of the most stupidest songs. I heard one song. This dude was talking about what's not Montgomery. Sir, I don't mean to ruffle anybody's feathers. Don't nobody give a damn about Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah, Montgomery ain't Montgomery. Right. Don't nobody the only the only the only cities known in Alabama besides Montgomery is 
uh, Birmingham, uh, Mobile, and what's the other one? Uh, Tuscaloosa. Is it Tuscaloosa? I think it's Tuscaloosa. I think I think so. We, where, wherever he was like, such and such is not Montgomery. I was like, you know what? She can started some bullshit, right. and that shit don't need to make its way this way because these niggas be talking about what's not North Memphis. Like, no, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> we ain't got we. I, I don't have the patience to hear you niggas go city by city. It kind of reminds me of. When JD and Ludacris did Welcome to Atlanta. Right. Great song. Great. Then they had to go do their bullshit ass remix. I don't give a boy. I don't give a damn about. about, That was was a big thing in our turn. It was. It was a big thing. But it was like, okay. All right. This is Welcome to Atlanta. You doing well. You from Atlanta? Then you got Nelly doing St. Louis. You got Diddy. Yeah. Out of all folks, out of all the people to pick, you let Diddy do a verse. Okay. <laughs> Diddy. Yeah. There's nobody. Else. There's nobody else. JD, you just literally did a song with Jay Z. There's nobody else you can think of other than Diddy to do a verse on. That's what. That's what blew me. Yeah, Paul. I, 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 I mean, I, I like I like the original, and I definitely like the remix because I mean, at that time in hip hop, New York, Atlanta, St. Louis, they was all doing their thing, and I mean, they 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 uh, did they do the West Coast too? Did they? They did the West Coast. So uh, I want to say like. I mean, if you would, you would have threw Trick Daddy on the track for Miami, you know, missed a couple key points. But exactly. I mean, That's I, what I'm saying. I, I I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. But you like what, like what you said. I mean, I'm a Diddy fan, so but but like you saying it right now, they could have got somebody who <laughs> like so yeah, they could have did Wu Tang, they could have did Jay, they could have did Nas. Like yeah, you're right. They could have went. Somebody else. You know who I would. You know who I would like have heard on that. If you're yeah. gonna do anybody at that time that was hot and synonymous synonymous with New York, why you had Jada Kiss, you had Fabulous, like you had the you had these established. You had folks that was established that you could have put on there because JD JD did Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Nelly did St. Louis. Cool. Yeah. Snoop did LA. Mm-hmm. But did he? <laughs> did he? I mean, it was it was the what? Early 2000s and did he was popping at that time. Did he did he have a little buzz at the time? He did, but come on. Well, yeah, I get you. And I mean I hate that I hate that you said that and I'm like, yeah, they could have got somebody better. Uh, okay, not to not to say that I have hate for Diddy, yeah. But when I hear certain songs or revisit certain songs, I'm like, and we thought that was, we thought that's who was supposed to be on this song. Like, 
I'm not gonna say I hate to hear Diddy songs or Diddy rap. I'm not gonna say yeah. that. The one person I hate, no, let me take back. The one person that I dislike to be on any song that I've ever heard, Birdman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I go back now. I listen to Birdman lyrics and be like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Right, I despise <laughs> any song that has him on there because he he comes on he comes on to the song, and it's like he takes all the air out of the tire, like yeah. he backs everything all the way up. If you if y'all don't believe me, I'm gonna give y'all three key songs to go listen to, and you tell me how these make you feel. Go back and listen to "Player Why You Hate." Go back and listen to uh, "Ballin' Remix" with um, with Jim Jones, and then after all of that, go back and listen to "Number One Stunner" and tell me you cannot tell me that he does not deserve to have a microphone in front of his face. Yeah, that's why he's taking everybody money because he's talented. Man, listen to the radio version of Player Why You Hating and then listen to the album version. Nigga, you couldn't be more off-key. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you say him and I mean, I do agree. Birdman is uh, not, is a terrible rapper. I do get that. But at least Birdman raps on beat. Silk Man. the Shocker? <laughs> Silk the Shocker? He raps like he's being shot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it like this. <laughs> I will listen. I will oh. listen to charge, to charge it to the game. <laughs> From start to finish, before yeah. I ever ever listen to the album version of "Player Why You Hating" with Birdman on there ever again. <laughs> and he right. don't talk about anything. He just talk about all the stuff that he had. That right. Man, it, it, and sad. then, and then you're not on. You're missing. You're missing the beat. The beat is one and two. Why in the hell are you at five and six? Why are you so far off? What what you missed? What what's going on? I watched I watched uh, a YouTube video with him pulling up to the gas station and his uh, when he first got the uh, Bugatti, and he's talking with this little this little boy and his homeboy, and the mom is asking, "Who is that?" And she he goes, "Well, that's Birdman. He's a rapper." And I in my head, I'm like, "Nigga, no, he ain't. <laughs> no, he ain't. <laughs> no, that nigga ain't." <laughs> Like you sit there trying to explain to your mama who Birdman. He's a rapper. Okay, what do you say? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know Lil Wayne them. Come on. Oh, and bling bling. You just you just made me think of that blink boy. <laughs> oh my god, why? Boy, that nigga on bling bling pissed me up, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> but my job forever gonna be Gator Boots with the pimp out Gucci. <laughs> That's because Manny Fresh made that song. Manny yeah. Fresh. Then I go boom from the amplifier. Hey, Manny Fresh made that song. This fresh and stunner. We like brothers. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. 
Manny Fresh has to be, he has to be top five producer from the South. Oh yeah, for sure. Because my sure. favorite, my favorite big time song that a lot of people act like they ain't never heard. Totally young Jedi's, I'll be back in the brand new Fleetwood Cadillac. Oh man, come on. Whoa, Whoa. Kimo Sabi, come on, man. <laughs> Manny Fresh single handed, Manny Fresh single handedly took all the momentum out of No Limits balloon when he yeah. when they first hit the scene because he had consistent back-to-back hits consistent 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 and then he started working with other folks and it was still that same consistency man shout out to Manny Fresh Manny Fresh has to be top five producer of the south and I hate like I hate like he doesn't get the same recognition as Swiss and uh Tim and Pharrell but and I blame that on Birdman because I mean regardless of what you're going through you not get rid of your golden groups. No, never. And many fresh to ever have a sound that we know when them drums and them cadence come on, we know what it is. We know who did that. Exactly. We know who did that. And you're right, I mean, like he, he's definitely uh, like in, in the producer hall of fame. And I wish we would hear more from him now, just like we still hear Swiss and Tim and uh, Pharrell. I wish we would hear more from him, man. I mean, I really do miss his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's at the point now you have to go, you have to go search for Manny Fresh. Nobody's really, man. Manny Fresh did this, and but yeah, Manny Fresh definitely. He 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 turned. He had us. He had us turned up from high school all the way to we was you know all the way to we was damn near grown. That's yep. how that's how consistent his hits were. And yep. just sitting here thinking about it, from 2000, from 2000 up until 2006, yeah, yeah, Manny Fresh was consistent. They they didn't miss a they didn't miss a chart, not one time. He took down No Limit and KLC like it wasn't no problem. And I mean that's that, but that was around the time uh, Tupac had passed, and Master P started rapping like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, chasing yeah. all of my enemies. Right, Wait, bro, that's that's Tupac. That's Tupac, <laughs> yeah. And now that you say that, I, I can I can hear that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I miss I miss the way music was, and. I tell you what, listen to Miller, the Million Dollar Worth Game. And I thank you for putting me on to that show because it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. But listening to them, it actually takes me out of my old man thinking of my my rap was the best rap. Mm-hmm. I, listening to our hip hop was the best hip hop, whatever. But listening to Wallow, <laughs> Wallow and Gill, uh, spend time with the new rappers and listening to some of them, and I actually got a, I got a, I got a few that I like uh, nowadays, but a lot of them I just can't get with. And me and Ash was talking about the other day, and when you put one song on, everything sounds like it's a continuing song. Everything sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Everything sounds the same. Like it's like the song that you listen to never ends. Nobody yeah. has a different sound up until like get somebody like Kevin Gates or uh, Lil Durk or Lil Baby 
when they come on, they start rapping. It's like okay, now, now I can I can start feeling something different. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like these new rappers, man, they make one little song. It's hot in the streets, and all of a sudden, y'all the king or something, bro. <laughs> yeah, those those are those are self proclaimed titles. I I'm I'm not gonna say. Well, I will say for the era that we grew up in, yeah. I think ours was the mo- I think ours was the gold. Well, golden age. I, I, well, golden yeah, age. Right. Golden right. age. But you also have to think about the time span in which we grew up. We grew up where rap had only rap had only really been around for maybe a good solid 10 years because I think rap started the oldest rap song they say was 1975 but rap no 1979 but rap hit the scene maybe a year later because you had the um, uh, what's their name Sugar Hill Gang Right. So from 80, 1980 to 1990, that's only a 10-year span. So you have to look at, we had Tupac, we had N.W.A., we had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Biggie, Nas. Uh, we had the Fugees. Um, we had Busta Rhymes. We still had we still had uh, we still had a pretty good um, version of LL Cool J. Right. Um, then you get into where it transitioned, and then you get Ludacris, you got Ti, you got Nelly, and it just took off from there. So we've had a consistent run with rapping and hip hop for the longest. And I think we get, I think we look at the new age rappers in a kind of a disdain because we know it's not, it's not so much that your music is not good. We know you're better than that. We know you, we know you're better than that. And it's like, they're not trying, they're not trying to be better. They're trying to be just consistent. Um, I, I, I get caught up in, you know, getting stuck in the past. I got into a debate where somebody was like, well, the Migos are better than such and such. Oh, you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck wrong with yeah. you? But yeah. looking, back, looking back on that, I can see why he said that because they're consistent. Well, I mean, you can't argue with somebody who, okay, like you just said, our rap span, really, I mean, our rap span is a little longer than that. We're born 85, so you still, mm-hmm. you're still in the Big Daddy Kane. Oh, uh, man. Rock, rock him, him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're still in that kind of area. Chubb, Rock, D-Nice. Like, you're still in that kind of area. So we was born in the best time for rap when it first kicked up. Then the 90s hit. Now you got the gangster rap that comes out. Yep. So yep. then, you know, the flashiness of the early, uh, the late '90s and the early 2000s, the flashiness of the uh, of, uh, uh, Cash Money and you know Melly and all these people are coming out with the jewelry and you know Diddy in with the big uh, bubble coats and the jackets, like <laughs> yeah. so. 
we lived a good lifespan where we had great hip hop, it elevated, it elevated, and then it started going down. Yeah. Now, I'm gonna tell you about around the time rap started going down. And check me if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I don't consider myself a hip hop head, but I love music. Okay. So from 85, 85 when rap kicked off, this is big explosion, whatever. Mm-hmm. Rap started going down when we got the lyrics. I'm Mike Jones, Mike Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. when that motherfucker there hit the hit the hit the scene. That's when rap started going down. Because <laughs> now you know, now you to open the door to just a simple motherfucker over in the corner rapping that Burger King, finally slip through the door, and. Yeah. Like he had that, that was, I realized rap was going down then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I can see how you said. <laughs> and I mean like you'll get this first uh, you know, groups that come out with some songs and then um Atlanta hit the hit the scene uh in twenty ten, um with you know the franchise boys and all the snaps the snap area, snap your finger area. Yeah, um, yeah. All, all good times and just they started letting all these weird motherfuckers in and it's like bro where the fuck are we going <laughs> and for people to sit back and tell the Migos that they're uh, they're better than somebody Migos stole their whole rap flow from 3-6 mm-hmm. if you listen if you listen to Migos whole catalog it's nothing but 360 yeah that's true. That's true. So, so I mean, I, I mean, and you. One thing we can't do, we can't argue with young kids because they only had music from uh, uh, kids from early two thousands. They only had music from then to now, twenty twenty two, and we seen the nineties. We yeah. seen the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a longer catalog and a longer, you know, lifespan of music, but. We can't argue with kids who say Migos is the best rapper or, you know, Lil Uzi Bird is, is you know, better than Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, like, you, you, y'all rappers can't even, like, y'all rappers can't even touch our rappers. Our rappers no. actually live the life, our rappers actually live the life that they talk about on records. Yeah, that's true. Y'all, yeah. y'all just repeating, y'all lived in a three-story home with uh, two household uh, parents. Right. And, <laughs> like, Y'all, y'all live good, but our rappers actually live the life that y'all rapping about. That's true. That's a fact. So, That's a fact. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, you can't, you, you can't, you can't sit arguing with the kids because these kids have never, like, understand what, what it is to have your rappers rap about some shit and then he locked up for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? To go back to the Mike Jones thing. Yeah. I don't think Mike Jones did it with the anticipation of being the greatest rapper mm-hmm. Mike Jones did it for you to remember him because if I say who what you gonna say Mike Jones exactly <laughs> or or he was the best he by far was the best rapper promotional wise because he said stuff and it stuck yeah. it's just like 
that's just like you taking that's just like you taking mud and throwing it up against the wall to see if it stick because yeah. it's who <laughs> my Jones or when they be like okay I, and I seen I seen this with my own eyes they said name a song who has the greatest phone number in it so of yeah. course you got the white folks that was like seven eight six seven, seven five three oh nine <laughs> and then you know you had you had uh Moore's Day in the Time, seven 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 ninety-three eleven. They yep. said, so who your generation got without a bat of an eye? Somebody said two eight one three three oh eight zero zero four. I was like fucking Mike Jones. <laughs> now, I, was saying, Mike. I, didn't, I didn't say he was the rap. I didn't say he was the market genius. He was I the greatest. I, I didn't say he wasn't the marketing genius. I said rap started going down when they started letting it begin. Yeah. I mean, he would he would rap a verse and then re-rap that verse and then re-rap that verse. That's that's how, <laughs> I would say that's how Texas rap Houston Texas rap, but no, that ain't how they get down. I but te- Texas got some split uh, some spinners though. They do. They, they got do. some spinners. I mean, you gonna you gonna. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't even name Mike Jones in my in my top hundred rappers. Oh no, 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 no! no. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No. I he's can't, not. So. He's not top hundred in anything. <laughs> Te- <laughs> Texas or anything thereafter. He's right. not top one hundred anything. Right. I, but, I mean, it was yeah. good for his time. It was good for his time. I, I give it that. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Like I went, you know, in the club, not saying that shit. But yeah. being 36 now, I realize, yeah, that's when rap started going. Yeah, and they and and when these kids get our age, they're gonna say the same thing. They're gonna be like, yeah. "Damn, I was really listening to that." What what gets me? What gets me? You know how on Facebook they'll put up a post of maybe four rappers, and they'll be like, "Which one has to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? You know, which one?" Which one basically has to go? They did one. It was Tupac, Biggie, Nas, and Jay Z. And I was like, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, you can't do that. No, somebody, no, you can't take nobody off the list. And damn it, I watched Tony Baker dissect that list so thoroughly. I was like, okay, I see. Okay, I get it now. Out of that list of those four that he picked, who do you think he took off that list? Biggie, Nas, Jay Z, and Tupac. See there? Uh, okay, on that list, on that list was Tupac, Jay Z, Nas, and Biggie. 
and they was like which one has to go and you know normally we'd be like oh we can't choose ain't nobody coming off that list but tony baker broke down the list and he was so spot on i was like okay i kind of agree so out of those four names who do you think tony baker took off that list i mean you will hate me for but i mean I'm going based on what I listen to. Or mm-hmm. you, you want to know what Tony Baker took off? Yeah, I want you to. I want you to guess what who he took off. Tony Baker took off Biggie. Wrong. Who he took off? Now, when I tell you, you can't get up in arms about it. I'm you're gonna have to see I'm, it through. I won't because if it's who I'm thinking, that's who I probably pick. He took off Tupac. Oh shit! Nah, nah. I, I'm not getting rid of Pac. <laughs> He took off Tupac. Okay. <laughs> but his re- his reasoning behind it is because if you think about it, Tupac had Tupac had only three albums when he was alive mm-hmm. and one album after he passed away. Right. Right? So out of all four of those albums. He was like, mm, I pick and I pick and choose the songs off of certain albums. I don't yeah. sit there and revisit. He's like, I won't. You won't catch me sit back and revisit. You know, only God can judge me, or uh, me against not God can judge uh, me against the world, or yeah. strictly for my niggas, or all eyes on me. And I thought about it. I was like, wait. I was like, he's right. I was like, because if you think about it, I only go pick certain songs for to put on my playlist. I don't ever go through a Tupac album and be like, yep, I got to have this. I got to have this. I got to have this. Yeah. Off of Me Against the World, it would be um, So Many Tears and Temptations. Um, All Eyes on Me. Ambitions as a rider. Uh, uh, I ain't mad at you. And then off of Machiavelli, it's Hail Mary, me and my girlfriend. So I don't sit back. I, I can't tell you the last time I listened to a Tupac CD all the way through. But, but them other three, though? Yeah. Them other three... Biggie is interchangeable because Biggie and Pac are interchangeable. It just determines on the day. But Nas and Jay-Z, I'm listening to all the album all the way through. And I was like, damn, he right. Damn, so it would be Tupac because I can't... I like certain songs and then I can't stand hearing How Do You Want It Now as as an adult. What? I can't stand, I can't, I despise hearing how do you want it come on the radio. So, I mean, that that list was, I, I remember this list because, I mean, I had this whole debate with somebody else. And the list was, uh, what can you know in everything they ever uh, did with them? So that means his albums, his acting, all that has to go. And Juice alone 
Juice alone, and I mean, I'm a big Tupac fan as far as music too. But Juice alone, I cannot get rid of Tupac. One person I can get rid of, and he's about to he's about to say this fabulous to me, is Nas. I can't get with that lazy rap shit. That that lazy rap shit. One song that about Nas that uh, Nas put out that I do like is Eat. That's the only song I listen to. Everything else goes over my head. Really? I try to listen to it. Ain't fooled with it. He's not my kind of rapper. I can see why you said it. I mean, I'm, I'm a kid from Memphis, so I, mean, I go for, I go for beat and I go for clever, clever, clever uh, lyrics. But I sat and I try to listen to Nas, and it just don't hit. And I see, I see, I see all my friends. They go back and forth, and Nas and Jay Z, Nas and Jay Z, Jay Z all day for me. But <laughs> yeah. To me, I mean, Nas is, I, I don't know, I don't know. But there's, there has not been a thing that I listen to Nas. I mean, they thing my brother-in-law got pissed at me because I told him I don't see the hype around J. Cole. What? I don't see the hype around J. Cole. I, I can't, can't get it. Jermaine. Jermaine Cole. Cole. Jermaine Cole. I don't know who you. I don't know who you are anymore. Okay, I hear people. So I hear people say that he, he like he had his album. We was listening to it um, on the road, going somewhere for vacation, and he was playing it, and it just didn't hit. <laughs> and then it touched me like, ah. Uh. I, I can't. I I can't say that. I can't because. I honestly feel like if it wasn't for <clears throat> if it wasn't for J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar, I can't tell you where we would be musically. Because they now, came in and saved a dying star. Now people compare those two and Kendrick is a beast. Kendrick is a beast and I say that because there's no other lyricists like him. There has not been anybody you can't compare him to nobody. He has his own sound. He does his own thing. Kendrick, I understand. Mm-hmm. And again, I listen to J. Cole. I, I can't do it. What song? What what song did you listen to? What album did he have you listen to? Um, the latest one that came out like last year. That's why. That's one that came why. out like last year. That's why you can't. But I mean, if you if you have if you he's been in a rap game. J Cole's been in a rap game at least at least fifteen years. And anything he's put out, I just can't fuck with it. So 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Never heard. That's what you need to go listen to. If you don't listen to no other J Cole album. Go listen to 2000, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. I I, re- I highly recommend it. I'll give you one even better. I'll give you one. And it's so... A couple of years ago, he put out... He dropped two singles, mm-hmm. right? One single was uh, Everybody Dies. And then he turned around and dropped another song called False Prophets. Mm-hmm. When I say that boy P 
picked Kanye West apart and false prophets. False prophet. False prophets has to be three or four years old by now. Yeah. When I say he picked that boy apart on that song, yeah. and it and it, everything that he said came full circle. Mm-hmm. Man, he man, he didn't even he didn't even drop a name, but the sheer fact that when he started rapping about what this particular rapper was doing, yeah, I give you one line. He was like. He was like, um, he looked up to the rapper, and it's hard to look at him now because it looks like he's falling from grace. Man, he tore Kanye ass up. Not only did he get at Kanye, he went at Wale, too. Second verse is Wale. First verse is Kanye. Listen to me. You got to hear this song. You got to hear this song because if it wasn't for J. Cole, we wouldn't have a Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole went to Dr. Dre and told Dre, hey, you need to sign him like now. And I heard this. I heard this story. I heard this story. Um, And I I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. And there's songs I pick and choose by J. Cole that I do like. And he, I mean, he, he, he was a decent enough rapper for me to, for me to listen to. I'm not gonna say I don't listen to him, but I mean, if I go, it would definitely be Jermaine. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Jermaine, Jermaine not or not. <laughs> not Jermaine and as I mean, if, and I approach music because I, I wanted to be a producer. So I'm more so listening to the production of the song versus what the rapper is saying. And gotcha. Gotcha. by the time I'm listening to what the rapper is saying, like people are already on to something else and I'm late coming to the party like, damn, this is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but yeah, like I'm, I'm more of a production kind of guy. So if Nas or J. Cole, like, if, like they're good lyricists, my mind blocks that out. Hey. Jay grabs me like people, certain people grab me. Jay grabs me, Pop grabs me, uh, Biggie definitely grabs me. Uh, who else? I like the locks. Um, Jada Kiss is one of my favorite rappers. Like, I, I like I like people who, who, who grabs my attention. So, I, I mean, it's, it's certain. I, it's certain. I, I don't like the locks. See, I mean, but that's that's that's. that's that's your opinion. Yeah, I, I I only like I only like Jada for the yeah. most part. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes... That's, that's everybody has their cup of tea, and I mean, yeah. I, I I can't knock you because you you might not have like certain you might not have certain experience that I've been through that yeah I can connect with a lot to. It. Yeah, hell, I can go and listen to a damn uh who who uh a Keith Urban song. And grab something from it, and he becomes one of my favorite country singers. And then I okay. go and tell somebody, that and they look at me like, "What the fuck wrong with you?" Like, nah. <laughs> I happen to think Nelly's uh, song with uh, Tim McGraw is one of his best songs. 
Bro, you take hip hop and rap and mix that shit together. Okay. Man, cool. With Nelly, man. Cool. I got I got one for you. <laughs> have you ever yeah. heard of Have you ever heard of Florida Georgia Line? I love Florida Georgia Line. I do too. I, I do too. That, yeah. It's a perfect blend of that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. they their their um their kind of music is more rapping towards uh, country black boys. Yep. And I want to uh-huh. say like uh, they have that mixture of country and that mixture kind of rap mixed all fused together. It's it's a really good sound. Yeah, it is. It is. It oh, definitely God. is. You sit back with the boys on the boat, y'all chilling, having a cigar. You put some Jordan Four lines on. Yeah. yeah. But my my music, my music catalog, my music brain catalog also expands above rap R and B. You know, it, it goes far. So when I'm sitting around people. I'm singing songs. They're like, bro, how you know that song? Like, bro, y'all don't know this. <laughs> oh man, I had, look, I I feel you because I'm I'm like you. Uh, music music is everything to me. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just rap and R and B. It's it's beyond that. Yeah. Um, cla- classic rock. Uh, yeah. I. A lot of people, a lot of people in the seventies couldn't get into this group called uh, I think it's Sticks. The Sticks, they got one song that I absolutely love to hear. Um, I grew up, my grandfather listened to everything. He had Ice Cube Predator on cassette, but he also had uh, Steve Winwood and Fleetwood Mac and Genesis. Phil Collins, uh, yeah. who else? Uh, oh, Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, Bonnie. Look, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. If y'all ain't never heard a white woman besides mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks play a guitar like when I was pissed when Tank came out and was redoing her songs, yeah, all yeah. oh, that pissed yeah, me, all yeah, oh, that yeah. pissed me off so bad. Because I was like, first of all, Bonnie Ray did that song way better than you gonna ever do it. Yep. Come on, man. Let's give him something to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. This is sometimes it's better just not to touch stuff. But, oh, um, let me what let me what let me take. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. One of my favorite white singers, and I mean, if you really want to like get gritty. Is Karen Carpenter from the Carpenters? When I tell you that white woman voice is butter, really? Yes, Karen Carpenter. Like she has one of the most beautiful voices ever. And um, don't forget about Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton working nine to five. Oh, what? I play that song. This one of my morning songs. I play on my way to work. For real? <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton just yesterday said that she would like for Beyonce to redo Jolene. Mm. Mm. Beyonce don't mm. touch this song. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Please don't touch this song. It ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be like you. Right. Mm-mm. I love the I love people, yeah. 
Yeah. Dolly Parton trying to get a chick, another chick from the black community. That's what she's trying to do. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what that is. That's what it, I I just no leave leave so and I and I thought it was something that we were doing or our generation was doing. No, this it used to be groups that put out the same two different groups put out the same song back in the day. Mm-hmm. And oh, just if I tell you that the Jackson Five is not the originators of Blame It on the Boogie. You would look at me like I was insane, but it's and true. I, I didn't know that. It's true. Blame it on the boogie was done by another guy. His name was Mick Jackson. How crazy is that? Right. But even even when you listen to Isley Brothers, yep. Summer Breeze, Summer Breeze is not there. There's that belongs to James Taylor. Mm. Uh, you putting me up on something. Yeah, that's James Taylor. I didn't know, uh, I didn't know um, that song by Shot. All I do is think of... That's Jackson 5. That's Jackson 5, yeah. That's Jackson 5, I didn't know that. Yep, uh-huh, yep. That's Jackson 5. And like, it's I'm, crazy. I make, I make it a point when I hear something is a remake, I always go back and listen to the remake. The, 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 first, no, the first version of it. And yes. I always end up like an original version of the songs. Always. Yes. I have a whole I have a whole playlist dedicated to just it. It's called you know who, Then Doobie and Gray? Now. You know you say who, what? You know who Doobie Gray is? Uh-uh. Okay. Doobie Gray, he does uh some blues and he's a country singer. Mm-hmm. And one of his famous songs is uh, "Give It a Beat, Boys and Free My Soul." I wanna, you know that one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you know he was a black man? I did not. See, see, and I, I, I heard the song for a long time working at restaurants, and just picture a little white man. Doobie Gray is a black dude. Yeah. That that's crazy, but you know what? That's how we did Bobby Caldwell. Oh yeah, yeah. We thought yeah, Bobby right. Caldwell was black. Right, right. Now, Bobby Caldwell got some bangers for people to uh, for us to take his songs and mix them and put them into R and B and raps and yeah, Bobby Caldwell is that nigga. Man. I got a, I got one. I got one that's going to blow your mind. Pause. I got one. And you, and when I say it, it's not, you're going to be like, huh? Wait, what? What if I told you that the Backstreet Boys weren't designed to be a pop group, but an R&B group? I can, I can see that. Okay, cool. So you with me so far? All right, cool. What if I was to tell you that the Backstreet Boys <laughs> had a song on the soundtrack for Booty Call? Now I bullshit. Okay. You, okay. Cool. So this is for everybody listening. This is what I want you to do. All right? 
I want you to go and find the Booty Call soundtrack. It's a song with the Backstreet Boys. Now, here's the third part. Everybody's familiar with the um, uh, Junior Mafia uh, Get Money. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, Get Money. What if I told you that they sang on that same sample and that shit goes hard? Really? Yes, I'm gonna give you the name of the song, and then I, <laughs> when you listen to it, you're gonna be like, "What?" Because I told my wife. Yeah, but I mean, Backstreet Boys, Instinct, those are are given because those are white boys who who can really like to fucking sing, and then their music, like, I mean, you could play them on a black radio station and won't know the difference. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. I mean, I, that's why I said I can kind of see that. So the name of the song, oh shoot, the name of the song is called If You Stay. Okay. When I say that shit goes hard, you're gonna look at, you're gonna have to look at your, you're gonna look at your phone two or three times because you can't, you're not gonna be able to believe what you're hearing. I told yeah. my wife that she was like, whatever. And then I played the song and she looked at me. I said, yeah, yeah that shit, yeah, that shit hard. Pause. Yep. Yeah, that shit hard. It's, it's you might, crazy. You might know this uh, about uh, Mr. Prince Roger Nelson's uh, um, breaking news. Tom Brady just unretired, but we knew that. Uh, yeah, that's not shocking. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we knew that, but uh, Prince Mr. Prince Roger Nelson's. Uh, did you know that what's the name of the damn song? I will die for you can be a, a gospel song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when you get off the phone, listen to that song and listen to it as if you're speaking from God, like you're like you're like you're God. Okay. Okay. When somebody had told me that, I was like, stop lying. And then I started like listening to it and I was like, wow. Like that dude, he's a genius. That's that's yeah. that's yeah. Yeah, okay. So I got one for you that's similar to that as well. Love by music. Gospel song. Yep. It's a gospel song. It's yeah. a go- Not only is it a gospel song, mm-hmm. but the original title of the song was God. Yep. And they replaced yep. it because they was like, nah, we can't do this. But if you listen to it, it you like that's a what that's a praise and worship song yeah the music industry is so trash for that because they told him that nobody's gonna buy an rb album with a gospel song and like sitting and listening to that song and replacing the words and putting god and you know i was like wow man, that's a really beautiful song it is it is now, now that I look for, I liked it before, but now that I look at it from this point of view, like yeah, like I would, I would want it. But you, but the, but if you, if you take that, if you take that same aspect and listen to certain songs, you can mm-hmm. find that in there. The coldest one to me, and I still to this day stand by "To the Sky" by Robin Thicke. That's a gospel yeah. song. That's a gospel song if I ever I heard it. I listen to it. Man. 
That's a pure, that's and I and I don't understand for the life of me why you don't give artists the control to see if their audience likes it. That song there will bring if you going through something and you listen to it, that song will bring you to tears. Yeah, but I mean, I, I also think like people should be. I mean, people we're the consumers. We buy the music, so yeah. to tell an artist that something's not going to reach, like bro, like let us be the judge. Because people told Jamie Fox for years that comedians can't sing, like nobody's going to pay him no money, and they told Tyrese that nobody's going to listen to you rap and sing. And Drake came out and made millions off of it. So yeah, like. Chill. Yeah. Let, let us be consumers. Let us tell tell our our people that what we like and what we don't like. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I a thousand percent agree. I a thousand percent agree. Yep. Yeah. So I was I was on Twitter the other day, and somebody put up a post, and they were basically like, "Yo." Your boy LL was wild back in the day. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? They was like, you know, go back and look at his videos and look how wild he was in these videos. So I sat there and thought about it. I was like, damn, he was. LL Cool J was wild back in the day. Like Like, if you can't understand what I'm saying, let me set a scenario for you. In the lounging video, mm-hmm. this nigga had pocket fruit. This nigga pulled a peach out of his pocket and <laughs> all that damn lint on that peach. You finna, you finna eat the lint off the. Pe- what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Or, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, my hat is like a shark fin. This nigga came out the water with a full fitted hat on, bro. Yeah. That, um, yeah, that that had uh, stink. The doing it video, I think, made me a man. That's it, doing it. That's it. Pocket fruit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing it, doing it definitely made me a man. Like <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't like, yeah. When the girl come on and starts rapping, I'm gonna call you big daddy when you scream my name, that affect can't what and then she's moaning in the song, yes. <laughs> you nipple, you nipple peach and ass nigga. Yes, yes. I think that video definitely made me a man. All the gyrating and booty jumping. Yes, I'm there. I'm there for that. <laughs> or the video where he took the chocolate syrup and just poured it on the girl knee. <laughs> this, nigga, <laughs> this nigga is wild, boy. I, I, I never really, I never really thought about an LL Cool J video until all this happened. Yeah, LL, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you when you said now, yeah, I think that yeah, LL was wild. <laughs> yeah, that that's wild. I thought it was the funniest thing. And then he responded, which made it even funnier. He was like, yeah, even in one video, it was a whole girl licking her own knee. He was like, what would you do if you saw a girl licking her own knee? <laughs> you lick your knees. Well, <laughs> well, it's, it's about to be good. <laughs> Shit was wild. Shit was wild. <laughs> but, uh, okay. 
so let me get your feelings on this. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it is mm-hmm. time to recast the Black Panther. Yes, because everybody know what happened with Chadwick and um, me and my wife talk about this all the time and like I even have like a couple of people like I would love to see like controlled. And but yeah, like we, we understand as you know consumers what happened with Chadwick, which is un- unfortunate, but we do need to recast the actor died, not the not the character. Right. Right. So yeah, definitely think we should move on and you know in in true fashion, you know, lay on lay chat with the rest and just move on and put somebody else in the role. Right. Who who would you who could you see playing Black Panther? My two my two top tier men for this role and I think they would be perfect. Uh one is I just had my man's name and I forgot it. Javante um, Rose, the dude from uh, Moonlight. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Moon- Moonlight Bird Box. Javante Rose. And I say him because he's a good actor. He's young. And we don't, we don't, he, he has the physique. And we don't see, like, I want to see somebody with a fresh face. I want to see uh, somebody we know trying to be T'Challa. Okay. And next one is Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge is a great actor. His physique, he could definitely be, you know, T'Challa. Those are my two. Okay. Okay. I got one. I got one for sure. And I don't know why I've never, why this guy's never name never came up. Yeah. Uh, Kofi Sorobi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Old boy from uh, Brown Sugar. Quick. Queen Sugar, Queen. Brown Sugar, yeah. Um, I I would think I would think so because, like you said, because of his physique, but also I think it pays. I think it pays homage to where he where he's from, where his parents are from. His parents are from Ghana, so he's Ghanaian. So I think he would be perfect. And the reason why I said that is because. We get so hung up on fictional characters that we can't ever move past a particular person playing that character after they die. Mm-hmm. But then, in the same token, we will allow Batman to be redone a million times and we That's... never bat an eye because it's Batman. Batman is always Batman. We're not worried about who playing Batman. Yes, we are worried about playing Bat- who playing Batman because George Clooney and Val Kilmer were awful Batman. <laughs> awful. Batman, yeah, yeah. it was even at one point, Batman had nipples. Why? You will not let that go, will you? No, hell no. Why the hell Batman got nipples? Y'all put nipples on Batman and Robin, but y'all didn't put no nipples on Batgirl. Why? That is a good observation. But I just think because we get so hung up on somebody playing a role so perfectly that we can't see anybody play it, I give you even a better a better point. Heath Ledger was the greatest Joker next to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, 
forever. Yeah. 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 He died. What did y'all do? Y'all replaced him with Jerry Leto. The fuck? Yeah, that shit was trash. That was and then y'all replaced Jared Leto with Joaquin Phoenix. The fuck? But well, you can't... I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is not the Joker. He's not our Joker, at least. He's an alliteration of a Joker. He's supposed to, no. He's supposed to be the guy who inspires our Joker. Oh, okay. If you, if you watch the movie at the end, uh, where Bruce Wayne Harris about to be murdered, uh huh. Um. Joaquin Phoenix Joker is having a pro protest. Our Joker goes up and murders Batman's uh, parents. So that's his, ins- his inspiration is Joaquin Phoenix um, Joker. So with the next Joker movie coming out, I'm, I'm wondering, are they going to put our Joker in as his understudy? Oh, okay. I got yeah. you. Okay. I got you. I was wondering that too. I'm like, that's not our joker. I didn't really want to see the movie because of how he looked, you know, what he had going on. But I sat when somebody from this to watch it, he's surprised. And that was the surprise that he's not our joker. Okay. Surprised. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of how the Joker back in the day with Adam West used to used to look. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But I'm just saying though, now is the perfect time to do this. Because you are, they're pushing, um, they're pushing the multiverse. Mm-hmm. There's no time like this perfect time to replace him, and people aren't aren't gonna look at it any different because we know for a fact that over the course of different timelines, there are different alliterations of the character. You pull that you pull that particular Black Panther into your universe and it'll be like he never died. Unless you make a big unless you make a subtle hint like, oh you you know, you kinda look you, you look different. And but yeah. the but that person acknowledges that that's his sister and mama and then you're like, Oh, okay, we can move yeah. forward. I that's what I think. Yeah, I mean we should definitely move on and like Everybody in the Marvel Universe, or if you're a Marvel head, we understand what happened to Chadwick. But it's unfortunate, you know, it happens. Life life still goes on. So just reprise the role, move on. The thing with Black people is, Black people won't let thing, anything go. I love Chadwick, and it's, it's not for his Black Panther role. Exactly. Because from jump, I said that, man, he's not, he's, he's just, he's not, he, he, he wasn't the Black Panther to me. From a T'Challa, I read about in comics and stuff like that. He wasn't that to me. No. But in the cast, I was kind of upset. I'm like, bro, they could have found somebody else to do this role, whatever. But he ended up being the Black Panther. It made the movies, you know, great and good and whatnot. And then, unfortunately, he passed. And I was one of the ones who kept like, man, he's entirely too small to be the Black Panther, not knowing what he had going on. Exactly. Exactly. It's happening. Like it's unfortunate. Let's let's just press on and move move forward. Yes. Uh, I mean, we can. If we don't, then we're not going to get those stories no more. Which means yep. there's, there's there's a superhero that's off the table that black kids need to look up to. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think the best way to describe it. 
for the old for people our age to get it is simply this. Chadwick Boseman was in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, correct? That's three movies. All right, cool. Let's take it back to music for a minute. Tupac only put out three albums. Mm-hmm. Alive. Yeah. He, he was only on death row for what six months, nine months, mm-hmm. maybe at the most, and then he and then he got killed. I equated to that. He put out. He he was in three. He was in three solid Marvel projects, and he passed away. So now it's time to move forward, and now it's time to replay. We're not replacing him because he would want the character to live on. Y'all got it in y'all minds that can't nobody play him but him. Right, T'Challa died. No, the actor died. Right, the actor died. Batman, you had Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are the best Batman compared to me. I'm not counting them other two. You had Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. You had Christian Bale. And then you had Ben Affleck. Those are the three best ones. I haven't seen the new one. I can't give you my take on that one yet. But those are the three best. Because... I I, I refuse to believe that Twilight is a good Batman. But somebody said, well, I guess vampires do turn into bats. Boom, boom, tis. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. But... uh, I'm not going to say that Robert Pattinson can't be a good Batman. Yeah. He doesn't have he doesn't have enough of the credentials as Batman for me to judge if he's gonna be up in that tier. I he wasn't sold on Chris He doesn't have enough credentials to be an action star to be like uh to be considered as Batman. We know him from love story. That's true. That's true. Yeah but that but the guy that plays Doctor Strange, we don't know him from anything. The only thing we know him from is from him playing Watson on the Yeah, he played what he played what he either played Watson or Sherlock Holmes, but on the television version in uh the UK. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. has been around for a minute. Yeah, I didn't know who he was prior to Doctor Strange. But then he played him, and I was like, okay, cool. All right. You know. Yeah, he's been, around, he's been around for a minute. Huh. But, yeah, uh, Cumberbond, Cumberbond, Squash, Simple Squash, whatever his name is. He's stupid, yo. Saskatchewan, Cumberbond. Yeah. Uh, but I just think I think that if we allow all these different versions of other characters, then he should be able to do it as well. Like, yeah, we it's time it's time to move forward. It's time to move forward. It's time, you know, Chadwick is gone, he's not coming back. And if you see Chadwick walking around, then we got even a bigger problem than that. Than a damn movie role. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's time to move on from that. Yeah, um, yeah, let's let's move on. I actually can't wait for this uh new uh Doctor Strange movie to come out. 
Oh. And it's, that's going to be pretty good. It is. It definitely is. I think it's going to be fine. It definitely is. I, uh, yeah, it's just, it's time to, it's time to move forward and move past the hurt and all of that. I'm going to tell you something else I'm tired of. I'm tired of Batman movies. I'm tired of Batman movies. I'm tired of Spider-Man movies. <laughs> we got to move on. The, the, the superhero universe goes beyond Batman and Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I want to see, I want to see, um, it was something that Ash was talking about the other day. Uh, was, what the hell was it? Because I want to see somebody become uh, why they became who they were. I can't think of it. It'll come to me, but it was somebody bad, and I want to see why they became who they were. Okay. You want an origin story, is what you're saying? I want a story from somebody. Uh, which, which universe, DC or Marvel? And that's what I'm trying to figure because we was watching something, and I was like, man, like, we need to see why somebody became who they became. And it might be, it might be the Joker. The killing joke would be. I'm not sure. The Killing Joke would be a great movie. Yeah. Uh, but you would have to yeah, that 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 would explain who he is because as far as anybody knows, mm-hmm. he just showed up. Right. On one hand, he was a failed comedian and fell in a, a vat of acid and got disfigured and became this on the other hand they said he was a doctor he was a psychiatric doctor at arkham and joe car joe car was his name but joker is who he turned into it's it's different ways to tell the story i'm tired of the like you i'm tired of the same story time same after time like the comic book goes so so far like we need we need other things like yeah the same story every fucking 10 years like it ain't getting us nowhere like let's move on let's do something else I think after the uh Christian Bale Batman they should have they should have they should have done what they were supposed to do because what happened was at the end of Dark Knight Rises Joseph Gordon-Levitt was supposed to take on the mantle and become Nightwing yeah. I think Nightwing. He was he, he was supposed to, he was supposed to be Robin. Robin, that's it. The next movie was supposed to be Batman and Robin, but then he was supposed to go off and go do the Nightwing. Oh, okay. Christian Bale chunk chunk up the pieces and fuck everything up. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's other it's other versions of Batman that you can tell besides Bruce Wayne. You can do his son, who's uh, Batman. Bat, what is it? Batman Beyond? Mm-hmm. No, that I wasn't his son. That was somebody else. But yeah, you, I'm I'm sick of Batman. I'm they sick got, of Superman. They got the Red Hood. Like it's all kind of stories. Did you know? Okay, have you seen like the characters in the Batman movie that's out now? I seen them before. I seen them when they were uh, when they were uh, announcing them. You seen the penguin, the fat white dude? Yeah. Oh, oh, you found out? 
I did not know that was fucking Colin Farrell, bro. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. what's cool about it, they about to do an origin story with him, uh, I think on uh, HBO. Yeah. <laughs> so they're about to do the penguins. That's gonna be that's gonna be something new and good to watch. I did not know that was him. Like the way they got him set up, like you can't you can't tell. No, you can't. You cannot. So, and yeah. that's the crazy part about it, is that we're so used to somebody looking a certain way mm-hmm. that when when they just when they don't say anything and they just put that person in the role, you be like, you lying. Yeah, I yeah, it was it was him. And he he told a story how um Jeffrey Wright, he plays Commissioner mm-hmm. Gordon. He was like uh he walked up to him and he just thought he was some random guy. <laughs> and he looked again and he was like, Colin? And he's like, Yeah, it's me. The fuck what? But that right. that goes to show you that People can play a multitude of characters, but you have to be willing to step outside yourself. Yeah, when, when I first when I first heard about Dark Knight Rises, and they were talking about yeah we gonna get yeah Bane gonna be in this one, I was like here we go again. We're telling the story of Bane again. The shit is gonna be awful like it was last time. And then I saw it. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yep. And I was like, who is that that played Bane? It was like, it's this guy named Tom Hardy. I ain't never heard of him before. So I went and looked. I was like, damn. So now we talking about we talking about how great of a great of an actor he was for him to play Bane after I saw that and they were in talks to uh, do Venom you can ask anybody in the world they said if you could pick one person to play Venom Eddie Brock who would you pick without hesitation I said I'm taking Tom Hardy they was like why he why he can't I said because if you go back and you go watch Dark Knight Rises and how he played Bane and yeah. Bane wasn't even the main bad guy watch how he played Bane watch how he talked watch watch those quotes that he's giving out absolutely 100% I want him to play Venom and guess what they did they cast boom just like that Yep. Yeah, Tom Hardy's my guy, man. I definitely love him as Bane. I love him as Venom. Like, yeah. 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 When he when he was beating Batman ass, and I still use some of these quotes to this day, when he told him that you think darkness is your ally, I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was a young until I was a young man and by then it was nothing but blinding nigga. And then he proceeds to beat the break breaks off his ass. That man told him. He said that I'm going to burn your city to ashes. And then after I burn your city to ashes, then you got my permission to die. 
What? Oh, this yeah. nigga got me. <laughs> this nigga got me who, fucked up. <laughs> I don't know who has a better monologue if it's Dane or Thanos, but those monologues in both of those movies go fucking hard. Like if I had a <laughs> stick with both of them, I would listen to them like affirmations. Like they both, like yeah, they knew what they knew what they was doing, and I mean, they're some great actors, man. Very but they make they make you understand that I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this because I'm a bad guy. I'm doing this for a purpose. Well, Bane, I had this argument with my wife all the time. I was like, if you actually think about it, the Avengers are the bad guy. Bane is actually trying to bring bring balance to the world. Oh, Thanos, so, Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. Yeah, okay. Thanos, Thanos, Thanos. There you go, there you go. Thanos is actually trying to bring, uh, you know, balance to the world and save his planet, save all the planets, really. And. The Avengers don't do shit but come up and fuck up a, a, a city. They ruin cities, they tear up shit, and all this thing is trying to do is just bring balance. And I mean, if you think about it, however many people there is in the world, all all these bad people, all these people that do crazy shit, do all these crazy things, like, not past the population way. Some of this shit will start. We will start over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm like you. I didn't think what he said was a bad idea. Yeah. You get rid of half and the other half survive. Yep. And just have to learn how to make do. Yeah. But, but, I'm going to throw something else out there at you that you probably didn't know. He did that because there is something, there's somebody more powerful than he could ever be and he's not going to he ain't gonna do all this fighting with your ass. He's not gonna do this. Galactus, Galactus oh, eats man. planets. He consumes them. He ain't giving out no monologue about why he doing it. He just does it. And and what a lot of people don't know is if you go back and watch the second um the second Fantastic Four. The rise of the Silver Surfer. All the Silver Surfer was doing, he was doing it because Galactus was coming to eat that planet. Yeah. That's who yep. he works for. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But the last topic we got on the board is your boy Calvin Ridley. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all can't get right in Atlanta for shit, huh? Do we really have to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, no, we're not gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about something better. We're not gonna talk about it because he a dumbass. I'm gonna leave it. He, at he's it. definitely a dumbass, and he got everything he deserved. And I hate when people come along and be like, "Oh, they only treat him like that because he's black." Nah, this nigga called out of work for a full season, talking about his mental health. But he got time enough to be out here uh, betting. He got everything he fucking deserves. I can't wait exactly. to get him. Exactly. And we were supposed to get him, and he fucked that up. That's why I'm mad at him. <laughs> Stupid ass. Dumb ass. <laughs> but, okay. So, let me let me throw, throw another last topic out there for you. Did you hear what the game said about Eminem? Uh, yes. Yes. You want to know my take on it? Absolutely. 
Okay, and the same thing I tried to explain to my wife, but she she's an Eminem fan. So what Game said about Eminem, Game has a better catalog. Game has a way better catalog, but Eminem is a way better rapper than Game. And I say that because Game, you can take his music and play it in any club you want to. It's a pop. What song have you listened to of Eminem that's getting played in the club? Nothing. You got um, in the club. Any any Eminem song that you could play in the club and people and it goes with what your night. Uh, the way I am. Nobody's playing the way I am in the club, Joe. The way I am. Nobody's played that in the club. Yes, they have. The way I've, I am. I've never been to a club and heard Eminem's The Way I Am. And I am. Whatever you say I am. I have. They I, they used to play that. They used to play play that at was it level two? At the time? Level two? Yeah. I must have been long gone. But yeah, I I, I put I put that to Ashley like that. Like you'll get way more club bangers out of game. And that doesn't take away from Game's lyrics, but Eminem is the better rapper between him and Game. Man. So Game to come at come at Eminem like that, y'all not even the same kind of rapper, which is no. unfair. You're not even the same kind of rapper. Y'all not in the same genre, but Eminem will rap circles around Game. <laughs> That's true. I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree at all. I just think that. You are trying as the game. Mm-hmm. It's not so much you're trying to stay relevant, mm. but you're trying to use the fact that mm. oh, he's white is why he's getting all of these accolades. No, my nigga, it's not because he's white. Mm-hmm. It's because of the fact that he's a lyricist. Mm-hmm. He because he earned it. Absolutely. What? He I earned all his diamond albums. Yeah, I think Game is upset that he don't get, you know, he don't get recognition when you mention 50 Cent, you mention, you know, Dre, you mention Eminem, and you mention those three, that, that three-headed monster, you don't get Game up in there. And he used it, he used the excuse of, oh, well, I wasn't, you know, politicking in, in, in the music bit. They was mad at me because I, 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 I'm also beating my own drum. No! No, those those guys are actually good at what they do. Yeah, yeah, you, they're very much actually good at what they do. And you, you you can't come at Eminem because you feel like you owe something. Yeah, they 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 have significance and relevancy, and there's something that they did that nobody else has done is the fact that they will always be better than you. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for Dr. Dre, we wouldn't have had the G Funk era. No Dr. Dre means no Eminem. No Eminem means no 50 Cent. No 50 Cent means no game. There's a significance as to why they are better than you, and will be. Kendrick, Kendrick is bet. Kendrick is better than game. 
because yep. Kendrick came in at a time when the West was dying and looking for a savior and he saved it. Yep. I agree. So you're saying that you're better than Eminem. In your mind, you're going to say that. Yep. But if we talking on a on a rapping level, yeah. no, my brother, Eminem can freestyle and it'll be better than anything you put out. Yeah, I mean, when you got a rapper that can, and I, I respect Eminem because Eminem definitely make uh, music and you like really have to be in the mood to like feel Eminem and what he's saying. For him to be, uh, to make a record about hating his mom and then later on in life, you know, making a record about loving his mom and having to marry her. Like, you, yeah. see, you see where he started it and then you see the growth. I don't see growth in game. And I and game is one of my favorite rappers. There's no growth. You still talking about game banging. You're still talking about fucking bitches. Like, there's no you're, growth. It's, you're 40. It's, you're 40. Just just ain't that one of his lyrics? You're 38 and you still rapping, uh. Like you're 40. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's no there's no elevation. You you hit your peak. Eminem can still rap with the best of them today. And he shows it. I think Game was more so mad than Eminem on the halftime show. He wasn't. I mean, but that but whose fault is that? <laughs> whose fault that is that? Right. He burnt that bridge. And I mean, it's it's okay. Like I get tired of like these people that get in and start biting the hand and feeding them, unless you unless you come yet. That people get in and start biting the hand and feeding them. And I mean, bro, like Drake Drake them put really put you out there. And then you come back now and shit on them because you ain't getting something he ain't getting an album or whatever it is that you're you're pissed about. Exactly. 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 Yeah, you're right. You're right. You got a you got a uh you got a black history fact for the people this week? I do. I do. Okay. So I wanna send a special shout out to Sarah Simpkins. Sarah Simpkins was an eight-year-old girl, and this story ain't about her, but it starts off with her. Sarah Simpkins was a little girl who was she was eight years old and she was going outside to go play. Mm-hmm. The real star of the story is Tiara Monique Mastiff. That's a little homegirl who came over and asked her mama. So, Tiara wasn't done eating food. So she goes to the door and tells Tiara, find you somebody to play with. He ran off to go finish eating the food. So Tierra took that as disrespect and left. Tierra came back to the door. She was like, where my friend at? So Tierra's running up and down the street and they asked me, where you from? We always see y'all together. Like, that bitch told me to go find somebody. I So now, Tierra walk around telling everybody when they come up, start playing with her, messing with her, pulling her pigtails. So she is the originator that that's praying. So I want to see a special shout out to Monique Master. 
<laughs> find you somebody to play with. So she she stole she stole uh, Sierra's uh uh what is it uh what's her name uh I'm losing my mind. <laughs> she stole uh old girls Rosa Park moment. There you go. Oh, yeah. Find <laughs> you somebody to play with. <laughs> all she was doing was going to grab one of her food. And she was rushing. That's all that came out of her mouth. They stopped being friends, though. They're not friends to this day. They hate each other. <laughs> Damn. That sounds, sim- that sounds similar. <laughs> that sounds similar to Theo. Theo Leroy Jones. Theo, Theo Leroy Jones or Theodore or Teddy as he like to be called was very was very much so him and his friends was very much so into gardening you know they were looking at advancing and growing their own vegetables and fruits and starting their own business you know to kind of thrive in a uh, in a society when you know black people were trying to get their you know feet to the ground and one day um they were out tilling as they usually were and teddy wasn't in the mood to play because he was so serious about what he was doing but his friend you know was messing around and not doing his end so he went over to play with him and that's when Teddy uttered the words play with your hoe don't play with me <laughs> because his friend wasn't doing a sufficient enough job by tilling the land with his gardening tool that's why he said play with your hoe don't play with me Oh my god, yo, I just know where the story was going, but you finished strong. <laughs> so we yo, also so- want to give a shout out to Theo oh. Leroy. <laughs> Jones. He was the creator of Play with Your Hoe. Don't play with me. <laughs> that's that's our black history moment with two dope brothers in a pod. <laughs> Until next time, we're gonna holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs>